Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big Bang. It is what it is, man. PJ Scream. You don't be on nothing, I'll be on. Baby Jade. Okay, so let me ask y'all this then. Bring you Big, big, big Facts. Visit the new website today. BigFactsPod.com. Live for First Class Sounds, it's DJ Scream, Big Bank, Baby Jade. It's time for Big Facts. We got a special guest up in the building yo, by yo. the name of Sammy. Sammy hey. don't pull up the Big Shalom. Facts. What's poppin'? What, what's up, man? Man, thanks for having me. How y'all? Man, we appreciate you pulling up. We appreciate you pulling up. You've been, you've been, you've been, you've been in this game. You've been doing this shit for a long time. Give us clarity on how long. You've uh, been doing professionally this. known as Sammy. I'm 35 now. Got my first deal when I was 12. I like oh, it came wow. out when I was 12. So 23 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, man. Does it feel like it? Like, does it feel like it's been? Yeah, because I came in the game when it was dat tapes, CDs, Walkmans, wow. Zooms, uh, cassette tapes. You know what I'm saying? I got a plaque with. A cassette tape on my wall so yeah. uh to be <laughs> in the streaming world you know what i'm saying like i've seen the evolution of music i've seen how it, go- right. it went from uh the importance of radio and being visible on television to now owning the internet you know so i've yeah. been able to just see the changes so it does feel like uh two decades in 
What you think the key is like to having people still care, still care about Sammy on you know, the tour? Oh now, man, I'm you know blessed. I'm, I'm blessed. You know, a lot of child stars they don't get the cross over into being even taken seriously as a teenage heartthrob, as they call this, let alone a grown man. You know what I'm saying? So for my transition to be as seamless as it's been, uh, is truly a blessing. And I think that I never knew the significance that I had to my era until last year, being on the Millennium Tour. Mm. You know, I didn't even know I wanted my flowers or cared about my flowers. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But when you got 15, 20,000 people screaming your name and singing your uh, records, that reminds them of a time when they were like in seventh, eighth grade or in high school or college. Mm. Um, that's most, the most refreshing, humble feeling that I've had in a long time. So I'm super, super grateful to still be doing it. And I still love it. That's the mm. cool part. Like, I'm not tired of it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like... Uh, Although I'm 23 years in, I'm just getting started at the same time. Mm. Of now course. you got your first original, like your fir well, not original, but your first official look from doing a Stevie Wonder rendition of My Sherry Amore yeah, on, on the Apollo. Showtime at the Apollo. How was that for you? Man, I was nervous. So I, I was raised in Miami for six years, and I was Did in you this rub group. The yeah, rubbed the log and yeah, took yeah, a deep yeah, breath yeah. and all that. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was scared because. Prior to that, we auditioned as a group. I was in a group with this guy named uh, Terrell, Terrell and Philip. Okay. And uh, when we sent the audition tape in, they called back and they was like, well, we want the youngest one. And that was me. I was 10 at the time. So it was my first time oh, ever damn. performing. Yeah, by myself. 1998 was the first time I stepped on a big stage like that. And uh, Steve Harvey was the host at the time. Mm. And I yeah, went out yeah, there. Yeah. My mom said if I could conquer New York, though, I could take over the world. And when she said that, it kind of stuck with me when I went out there. Okay. And did my thing. Mm. Standing ovation. Then uh, that led to Dallas Austin and Joyce Irby discovering me. Okay. And kind of, you know, building my career from there. Did you immediately sign to Rowdy after that? Or was there like a period of time before you actually signed to Rowdy? Nah, so I was actually signed to Capitol Records and Free World Entertainment, which is still Dallas Austin's umbrella. Okay. The first time. And uh, we dropped I Like It, Crazy Things I Do For Love, uh, Hardball, right. From the Bottom to the Top, my first LP. Hardball was from the movie, right? Yeah, okay. with, with Bow Wow, Lil Wayne, Lil Zane, Jermaine Dupri. Okay. And then um, success came so fast, man. One thing about me, I always had an old soul, right? So I felt myself at 12, 13, 14 losing myself mm. already, you know what I mean? And um, I don't care how much money you have, how much fame you have, you can't get time back. Right, So right. I wanted to have a sense of normalcy, and I stepped away from music for four years to go to high school. Mm. So and how did, the, that, how did that work out when you were actually going to high school? Was it kind of like a surreal experience being a celebrity and then how was it re-entering yeah, the music was, world afterwards it was high school was it was bittersweet right because kids couldn't understand why i'm sitting in geometry class with them and they can go home and watch me on 106 and park and, yeah and, <laughs> and, and and when you 13 14 15 they think you're supposed to be flying in helicopters to school and right, all right. that and i was getting dropped <laughs> off by my mom she did like it was it was it was it was, it was, it was a a regular, I was just trying to be a regular guy going to school to get right. my education, but um, I used to have security help me get to class. Niggas ain't like me because the girls like me, so I, I was always on like edge. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like niggas to yeah. this day because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I got way more female associates. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, because they never, they never gave me a chance, though. It's not like I was, you know, big headed or nothing. It's just, I was yeah. Sammy. So, it was their own personal interest. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. You went to yeah. public school. Yeah, public school. Public oh, yeah, school. public school is treacherous. Yeah, so, you know, it didn't get it didn't get nice for me until, like, my junior year. Finally, the guys that used to try to talk crazy, my freshman year was like, oh, he's not so bad. Because I wasn't tripping. Like, I really just wanted to... Learn. Learn, you know, get my education. And get that experience Yeah, being and just Yeah, yeah, and just not, not lose my childhood. You know, a yeah. lot of childhood stars that never got the experience that I have, when they're not as hot as they used to be, right. they don't know the significance of self outside of music and fame. Facts. Mm. See, me, Facts. I could lose it all because I already lost it all. Mm. I already had it taken all away. 
You know what I'm saying? And I earned my stripes and got it back tenfold. So there's nothing you could tell me. Like, I'm self-made. I'm God-made. And even right. if today the world stopped streaming Sammy's music, I'm still godly. I'm still handsome. I'm still fly. I'm still, still articulate. Gonna be grateful. Yeah, I'm still going to find something else to pivot into and be successful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, God just really made me different. So, um... It was beautiful though. I was homecoming king. I played basketball two years. Okay. Yeah. I got to do some of the normal stuff. It was more so just uh, understanding that when you have fame, people put this stigma on you off the dribble where they don't give you a chance to really show your character and the true essence of self. Yeah, that's right. facts. You know what I mean? That's facts. So, you know. They prejudge. Off the dribble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Particularly the male species. <laughs> <laughs> what you think that is? You think that's insecurity? Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, but I yeah. get it. But, you know, I, I tell people to this day, man, I either intimidate or inspire. Right. With men, yeah. it's two things we fight about, right? Not not me, but if you right. a sucker, right. you know what I'm saying? If you a sucker, man, like you fight over a woman or you jealous because a dude got some money. So mm-hmm. I always did well Those for myself. Right. Those are the only two things guys mm-hmm. envy really about. Really about it. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's childish. You know what I'm saying? That's not king-like. So for me, um, I stay in my lane. I got my, my circle from high school. Like the only guys I really rock with is the guys I went to high school with. Because mm-hmm. they were solid when I wasn't on TV at that time. Right, yeah. right. So we 20 years in on friendship and brotherhood. Mm-hmm. How you know, maintain that? Man, you know, it's just effort. We in the group chat. Some of them married. Some of them got kids. But when I fly back to Orlando, you know, we fellowship. Or we'll take a guy's trip to Vegas like and normal. have a good time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all about putting the effort in, you know. Mm-hmm. The greatest thing you can give to somebody is time. Facts. So... If it's significant to you, important to you, you'll make the time. What you think the difference in contract back then when you first signed and now? Like, well, you know, mine, mine, mine is beautiful. You know how everybody's crying to be independent now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because of the internet yeah. and the the, the uh, freedom as an artist that we have. If you want to really take control of your career, I've been independent since 2009. I signed myself to Star Camp Music, which is my entity, the camp. I signed myself to myself by choice. I had to learn quickly. Mm-hmm. How to write my songs top to bottom and sequence my music and invest in my artwork, right? Uh, and that was because my ex-manager at the time took everything away from me, so I had to start over. I didn't have no deal. Took it out. Easy. When you talk about uh, manipulation and um, just being young. I moved here when I was 18, right? And I got a little deal for 50 here, and I got another deal for like another 50000 So I got $100,000. That's a lot of money at the time for an 18-year-old kid. Yeah. Fresh out of high school, there's a guy I knew like he was like a brother to me. So when you say brother, when you say family, the last person I think that's going to snake me is my brother. Mm, so really, we'll it was up. yeah, it wasn't no paperwork, by the way. It was just he helped me uh, get my bands. He was the co-signer on my, my, my whip, right? He was uh, the primary account holder on my American Express. He helped me open up my accounts at Wells Fargo. I didn't look at that as red flags at 18, but then when I started like asking him questions about the business and he wasn't really keeping it solid, I started thinking about the access he had to my personal life. Mm. So when I fired him, of course, the first thing he could do is falsely make a police report on my whip and say I stole it because his name's on it too. Mm. He could turn off my primary, he turned off my American Express card, his name's on it too. He's the primary. Or he can liquidate my account because his name's on it. I went through that from the month of March to May of 2009. I'm going to kiss me through the phone at the time. Mm. So I'll be doing like Jay Leno, Jimmy Kimmel Live and all that shit, eating ramen noodles at the crib, Damn. trying to figure out how to survive carless for three oh, years. Wow. Like a lot of people didn't know at the time because I would struggle well. You feel me? I never let you see me sweat, but I was really depressed, uh, suffering from insomnia, drowning in liquor and women to kind of cope, you know what I'm saying, with that. Mm. Uh, and that shit took like seven years to get out of, mm. to be honest with you. Like when I say out of it, go viral on Shade Room for the first time in 2016. 
and that led to a deal, to another deal, to another deal. To I've been on five worldwide tours in the last <laughs> six years. Like everything mm -hmm. different now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm back, back. But 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 I mean, but 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 owning my masters, I, I never did a pub deal. Every check, every advance comes straight to me, and then I pay the team. I pay my lawyer don't see shit until I pay her. My accountant don't see shit until I pay her. Yeah. My manager don't see shit until I pay him. Everything mm -hmm. come to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. when when you are artist, you don't really want to do all that, right? You just want to bask in your creativity. But doing that and trusting somebody got me. When you've been burnt, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, nah, I'm the boss and I'm the leader. Yeah. So so I w I had to to learn the business. I had to. Be this way. Are you kind of glad you went through everything you went through? Beautiful. I wouldn't change it. Seven years sound like a long time. That's 2,555 days, by the way, mm. of suffering. But shit, like, easy now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm having fun again. And I'm not doing anything but being myself. Yeah. Mm. Like, that's it. And I I'm, can't no label stop me. I ain't. I, Freedom. I'm free. And that's when you're rich. Mm. Rich is not currency. Riches in spirit. Riches in spirit, riches in freedom, liberation, and doing what you love to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Today, after this, I get to do whatever I want to do today. If I want to just fly somewhere, I could skate. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. My mom's straight if she need me. My daddy's straight if he need me. Like, that's what I do it for. It's never about me. Like, like so I'm in a different space now, man, where uh, I'm super grateful for all the struggles because through pain bursts beauty. You just got to look at it that way and get through it. Yeah. All right. They said they need Elsa's. About what? When I get big fat. Big fat, big fat. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Would you say you make real R&B? Yeah, for sure. Right, so what is what in like per your definition? What is real R and B? Man, it's uh. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. I was in uh, Houston for well, Tycoon with Fifty, right? And I was with Jazz Prince in the studio. I was playing some stuff for uh, my album and RSVP. And um, music is a feeling, not a thought. I'm, I'm a church boy. Like you have to really, really speak to the souls of women to to be in the game this long. I know that because I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got to be transparent. You got to be vulnerable. You got to be masculine enough to say things that we talk about each other probably in the barbershop or at the bar, but we never want to tell our girl mm-hmm. that because we feel like we weak if, if we express that. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, I'm, I'm emotional. I'm a Pisces. I'm sensitive. I, I'm not afraid to say those things that are deemed weak, but a woman really appreciates it. So I think as long as you're being honest and transparent, less auto-tune, more of your voice, that's right. real R&B. You know, you know why the feeling of R&B is going? It's not just hip-hop. It's that rappers are able to sing, quote-unquote. That's what I was about to ask you. Yeah. That's what killed we R&B. We were just everybody, about that, yeah. Everybody trying to act like it's like this big, big mystery. Nah. Because I definitely feel like I can sing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, who don't? You know yeah. what I'm saying? With the auto-tune, yeah. it don't yeah. sound good. Make everybody yeah, so you throw the auto-tune in, it takes the feeling out of, but why, feeling out of music. But why, why on the flip do you think is, and we were debating before you came in, like, why do you think that R&B artists are becoming more like rappers? Like, they singing about street That's shit. That's also easy. Because it, it depends on what you want. So me, I haven't been on the radio, y'all, a radio record. Sammy since kissed me through the phone. That's 2009, 2010. It's 12 years ago. Mm. But I got over 200 some odd million streams in the last six years since I've entered the streaming world, right? Mm. So Sammy doesn't care about Billboard. Mm. I already got a number one. I already wrote one for Tank. I already got a top three. Yeah. Sammy don't care about platinum and being gold. 
the music's free. You pay $9.99 every month to some digital streaming platform, right? And you get everybody's catalog. Why are we talking about first week numbers still? The music's free. If you got $10, you get everybody's shit, not just Sammy's shit. Right, right. So I'm not on the dumb shit. I'm not on the chasing the numbers. I've already done all that. So let me ask you this, because this is another discussion that we were having before you came. Because my point of view is, when you talk about niggas like the Chris Browns and the Trey Songs, yeah. you know, those type of niggas that really come from, like, the places that are really about that life, right. you can't really call them an R&B nigga that's trying to act like a rapper because they really are about that shit, and that's what they come from. So it's like, they're really just... Being themselves about their real life. You see what I'm saying? That ain't what you said, Jay. You said I like all my R and B niggas to talk about that shit. No, but what I'm not Yeah, I did. I definitely said that. But what I'm saying is you can't you can't call Chris Brown or Trey Songs a singer nigga trying to act like a rap nigga when they really come from the streets. We didn't do that. Yeah. Not for Chris and Trey. We saying for everybody else. Every R and B nigga that ain't even known. What happens, about what happens? Like, like them niggas trying to act like I wouldn't hear on y'all conversations. I don't think yeah. them niggas trying to act like rappers. They not, because that's where they come no, from. No, they that's being their show. No, Chris can go yeah. sing the women or slide on some street shit. We get that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying now, you hear more R&B that's geared towards street shit than you hear the be, shit that because, he's talking be, be, about. Because, that's again, that's what I was saying. If, if you care about Billboard, if you care about being a, on top 10 on radio, right, then you have to... Create the, the same space. music the space, yeah. that Future is doing, and yeah. uh, Thug and Gunna. Like yeah. you still now. That's it's a it's a mind fuck though. It's Again. pop, yeah. Because 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 mm. what it is is hip hop done turned pop. Mm. It bled over, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so right. once hip hop turned popular exactly. music overrules everything. Whatever's mm. popular is what it is. And hip hop mm. is the number one genre in the world. That's what I'm saying. So, so shit, we trying, trying to, to tap get, into yeah, that. If you trying, if you're an R&B singer, you trying to get one slot mm-hmm. on Hot 107.9 and 94.5 and goddamn, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to rap be singing about rap some singing. street yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you, if you care about that, you got to play that game. If you don't care about it, you know, then you do what I do and just cater to those Sit who really want. Yeah, get. well, you, yeah, not just, I'm going to serve you real R&B. Because the thing about a trend is, is, is gone when the trend is gone, right? Mm-hmm. But real music is timeless. You know what I'm saying? So right, you can't right. say Sammy and a woman who's now 35 like me or, or a little older. They, she know what she was when she heard, I like it. She know what she was when she heard kiss crazy things and kiss me through the phone and come yeah. with me and you should mm-hmm. be my girl. Like, hardball, they, they know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's nostalgia. That's everlasting, timeless music. So why would I deviate from that in my adulthood? If I know that now at... 25 to 35, I can create such a catalog. That means at 60, I'm still here if I want to be grown and sexy and performing and charging whatever I want to charge for tours. Right. So it's just about a preference. Yeah. If you care about chasing mainstream, then you're going to sing rap and turn on the auto-tune and, and, and fit in with everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But if you want to be everlasting, then you're going to give people that's going to impact the souls. And once you you get that soul, man, you got them forever. A raw voice. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people... You know, and, and, and it's, it's so many layers to it. Executives sign the bullshit now. You know, I used to go through artist development before they put me out. When they signed me in Apollo, they mm-hmm. didn't just throw me out to the world. You know what I'm saying? They made sure I knew how to speak. I knew how to enunciate. I knew how to uh, swerve a question that would cause some controversy if I answered incorrectly. Mm-hmm. They made me do conditioning and sing to a Boys to Men album straight to make sure I don't get winded on. Nah, these days, if you got 
300 hits on this yeah. and 2 million views on this and you 5 million You know the way. You a star. Yeah, you know the way. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. a different time. You know, yeah. you know, it's so easy now. It's, it's it's the easiest time to get a deal. It's the easiest time to have a hot summer. You have to everybody got an iPhone, right? Mhm. That's your television. Yeah, you just gotta connect. That's you it. Connect is over. That's it. Mm. You connect. So the, the game changed, you know. Mm. But I'm I'm all for the changes because I'm I'm not a dinosaur. I'm not fighting the right. evolution. You either you either evolve or you evaporate. Mm. Period. So let me ask you this: okay. since we're speaking on raw voices and you know natural flow without any enhancements and all that kind of shit, what happened at the verses? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a lot happening. What happened at the fucking verse? <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know. For me, for me, I'm gonna be honest. You that know, was and, like he, and all lot. these all these guys are my guys, right? You know right. what I'm saying? Because I, I got a group, the RSVP. Yeah, right. shout out to Ray, shout out to uh, Pleasure, shout out to Valen. Um, it was a lot. First of all, uh, <laughs> after after verses, though, the only two people they was talking about that could sing was myself and Mario, right? But right. I didn't even go there to sing. Like I've been a crooner. I already know I could sing. So it's not even what verses is about. Verses is like about competing record to record. Right, so yeah, really exactly. I came there personally to pop my shit, you know what I'm saying? Which is which I did. But the people that expose themselves truthfully, I've always known that they aren't the strongest vocally. The world just didn't know. They knew it. <laughs> and they they also have they also have known that. But you know, I will say this. We had the largest view, the most controversial, most talked about verses to date thus far, right? And I think there's a blessing in the chaos of it all. Mm -hmm. yeah, Everybody, sure. quote unquote, are saying they want real singing back and real music back. Mm -hmm. And we'll see how true that is because if that was true, artists like Luke James, Avery Wilson, Kevin Ross, uh, Lucky Day, who's amazingly talented on stage and off, mm -hmm. Miguel, like these guys will be running the R&B game and not whomever. I don't even know who's running the R&B game at this point. But you understand what I'm saying? Talent right. has been there. It's just, that's, again, not what's force-fed on the people. Right. But Versus was really a celebration, man. I know Ray for sure got two turned, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Amarion, if you know Amarion, I've been following him since B2K. He's always been a dancer. He's an entertainer. He's not the strongest vocally, you know what I mean? Mm. So you put that against somebody who's top five, in my opinion, vocally, Mario. Oh, yeah. Amarion's going to get Mar slaughtered. Mario's the truth. Mario been that though. He what just had to be on this shit because I ain't see it. What happened? He Chaos, just, like yeah, said. It was, it was. I didn't see it either. I just saw Ray J. I saw the highlights. And yeah, and then Ray J was Ray J. Ray J. Ray J. Ray J was super no, no. lit. Let me say that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, super I, lit, like intoxicated. Yeah, you gotta understand, man. They, they had us at the venue at four o'clock, <laughs> right? <laughs> They told us to be punctual, so we trying to be professional. Yeah. But they put us in a room full of Casamigos and goddamn rock and all kinds of Daily yeah. on, you know what I'm saying? All kinds of shit, yeah. right? Yeah. It's no sound check, so yeah. we just sitting around. What you think gonna happen? Gonna start taking shots, start talking shit. Some people smoking. It's it's a party. It's in L.A. Mm. It, everybody had a good time, so I think Ray J just took it too far. Like he didn't even know he was sounding like that until the next day. You know what I'm so. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was it was yeah. it was it was fun. It was chaotic. I, I was honored and, and and super grateful to be a part of it. But singing was never my my, my singing and singing. That's easy, you know mm. what I'm saying? Right. It's the other stuff. It's funny though. If none of that stuff had have happened, it wouldn't have been the talk of SB. the world. Right. They're still talking about it. You right. know what I'm saying? And it never would have been an RSVP. About, yeah. yeah. And it never <laughs> been an RSVP. And we really got some shit. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. never wanted to be in no group. You know, I've always been a soloist. You know. So, so but, what? So speaking of just lit yeah. situations and situations. Where are 
are you at with Ray J now? Because we all seen the blogs and all. Oh, last the internet week. Saying yeah, let's that clear that up real quick. Yeah, no, no, no. Please no, clear no, it on no. big. Was fast. it fisticuffs or like was it just some talking shit? Or no, like, it was nothing. Happened? It was absolutely nothing. Uh, we went to me, P, and uh, Ray J went to Magic City, mm-hmm. daytime shift, and then we went to Pink Pony. Mind you, I don't. If you know me, I don't be out in Atlanta. Like anywhere, I'm, I'm in the studio, the crib. All right. I'm I'm laid back. I like little hookah lounges and shit like that. I'm in a club unless I'm getting paid type shit. Right. But I'm with a group, so I'm going with them. And I'm be getting lit. I get an SUV, and I reach for the door to close the door, but there's no door where I reach. My equilibrium was off. And I simply fell out the SUV and scraped my face and broke my phone. But, where did they get a fight from? But, but no, no. I'm not that, so okay. Me and Ray J, we like the... I've been, you know, I killed him on Versus, so I think he's trying to get some get back personally. You know what I'm saying? So he can't wait to catch me. Because even in the studio when we were working on music, he's like, I bet you can't do this, Ryan. Oh, I bet you can't do this. Like, it's just a brotherly love, competitive, you know, nature but that he, we like, got. he spoke on the shit like there was an altercation. Yeah, and, like, because. He fight back. I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I go to the guest room and I pass out at P's crib. My phone's broken. So pleasure the next, P. Yeah, Pleasure P. Yeah. The okay. next day I wake up. And when I got my phone fixed, uh, everybody was like, yo, we about to pull up on Ray J and fuck him up. I got, you know, all my little, my, my people. And I'm like, what are y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying? And it was like, right. Ray J was, was on live saying he fought you and you ain't fight back. <laughs> I was like, here you go trolling again. We know how to run the internet, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody yeah. in this group, me, P, Ray, Bob, physically ever violently touched each other. That'll never happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. not not for me. Like, I don't even play that. I'm 35 years old. I don't slap box for fun. Because if you hit me in my face too crazy, it's going down forever. Like, I don't even... I, I'm, I'm, I'm raised a different kind of way. I don't, I'm 35, my nigga. I'm getting money. Well, I'm wrong. Yeah. Nah, it was, no, it was no fight. He was really... We was just trolling. So y'all spoke after that? Oh, Ray J called me this morning. Oh, yeah. I was with Ray J in Houston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and the whole, like, we good. Just something to some old shit that we have us to talk about. Right. Right. Just talking and about then, everything. Like, we, we, we actually, yeah, we yeah. actually, like, play off of it. Mm. You know, this whole, this whole group was built off dysfunction. Mm. Who Versus. in the group? Ray J, myself, Valentino, and Pleasure P. Mm. Oh, that's hard. You know what I'm saying? RSVP. When y'all dropping? Uh, we drop a single uh, next month. It's called Money Everywhere. We've been working with Hitmaker, Troy Taylor. We just did some shit with Jazz Prince, um, Tone Stiff. Like, we got some records. That's the funny part. Like, we not even, we didn't ask for this. You feel me? Versus did it. And every time we get on live and every time we troll yeah, or yeah, talk yeah. shit, mm-hmm. it's yeah. on the shade room. Like, we don't, we not doing nothing but being ourselves. We are crazy and wow. Like, me falling out of SUV equates to me and Ray J getting an altercation because he said so. Yeah. No footage. And, you know what I'm saying? It was, it's, it's, if, it, if we got in a fight at Pink Pony, y'all, somebody, you know, somebody gonna capture something. Right, Favorite color on, on camera. Yeah, nah, Ray yeah. J, my brother. I love him. I'll never put my hands on Ray J. I'll never put my hands on P. I'll never put my hands on Bob. Like, I'm a real king, man. I don't move like that. I got too much, too much, too much invested into other things where I'm gonna conduct myself in a violent matter. You know, I got yeah. security for that. I got uncles that'll do time for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's never a time where, unless a nigga literally. Hook on me, then I'm going for blood. But nah, me and Ray J never touched each other in a violent manner. Clarity on big facts. Yeah, hey, all how, love. How was it uh, with the women growing up? Did you ever like in a relationship? What? Yeah, I'm actually a relationship kind of guy, but they just, them shits just don't work. Why? Them <laughs> 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 uh, I've been I've been in like three, four serious relationships in my life. One was four and a half years. That was my fault. I ain't, I ain't understand the idea of being monogamous. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I shouldn't have even been in a relationship at that time. And then uh, 
One was maybe my karma, you know what I'm saying? And I just got I got out of a breakup in a January, a relationship in January. But it was her. She cheated. It wasn't me. So do you think that your my bad profession. luck with relationships has to do with the fact that you are a well-known R&B singer and most of the time that well-known R&B singers are simultaneously considered ladies' men? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my job is to please the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Everything that I am is because of a woman. You feel me? Everything. Like, yeah, I got some male fans, but I'm probably 85, 90% of women. So mm -hmm. that's a conflict of interest when you got to give all of yourself, especially now with social media, right? They want to know what you drink, what you smoke, what you wear, what you don't, you know what I'm saying? How you do it. Yeah, they want to know all everything. Kind of stuff, yeah. What you think it'll take, take for you to have a successful relationship? Um, A woman that's going willing to adjust to me, you know what I'm saying? And me not trying to adjust to her. Yeah. Music will never be secondary to nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like she's after the music. But when I say that, because music is my livelihood. It's how I sleep at night. It's how I take care of my mom, my pops, my siblings. Uh, so I'm always gotta unapologetically be my full self, right? Um, I could have we could have a date Friday planned, but if I gotta go to New York to handle some business, then guess what? That date gonna have to go in the back burner because Sammy going to New York, and that's not negotiable, you know. So it's gonna take a woman that understands who I am, understand the struggle. If you can understand my struggle, that's why I talk about the seven years of struggle. Try to be famous for seven years, right? Or try being famous for seven years and you're not driving in no vehicle that the world think you should be able to drive in. There's a pressure that people try to keep up with the hype. Never me. I, mm -hmm. yeah. I know how to be cool in the Nissan Rogue. You know why? Because I had one. Well, I ain't have one, but I've written in one from Enterprise. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. I'm cool and whatever. But now I'm in a different place where I could buy a Rolly. I could buy me and my manager a little cool little chain. I could take trips and I got out the mud. Like, All right. So why would I ever stop being myself? that can propel me to the next level I'm trying to get to. So she's just going to have to be strong, confident, overly communicate, have a lot of God in her, and um, understanding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What I'm doing is ultimately going to benefit my person, period. The house you want, the trip you want to take, the dinners you want to go on. If the world don't love Sammy, then how can I do that for you? You feel me? What about kids? You had kids? Nah, I'm ready, though. Yeah. At least one. 35. So you do want kids in that woman, though? I do. You yeah, that's the happy ending that. for me because I done right. did everything. Uh, all the girls, all the, uh, you name it, I done seen it, did it. But how you shape that, knowing that it's so easy for a nigga to goddamn just have what, whatever woman he want mm. and just go get with Yeah, one. you got to have, mm. man, I'm, 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 I'm big on therapy, right? And I, I go to therapy like once a month, and uh, boundaries is something I never just obeyed. Boundaries. Give you an example. I just was in Houston, Tycoon Weekend. A lingerie party turned to a stripper party. Now, I've never just been a strip club guy anyway. I ain't really, uh, I'd rather go spend money on a girl I'm with and happy and, you know what I'm saying, than just go to a strip club and blow thousands of dollars when I could have did something else with it. That's just always been me. But it was too much going on, you know what I'm saying, for me. You know what I'm like, saying? So how you, I, I therapy, how, therapy can't help them situations with something Yeah, that's but see, see, no, 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 it can because you understand that it's You got to address it. There we go. A lot of times we can understand we have demons, right? Well, let me start this. First, we don't understand we have demons. First, yeah. you think you're not even addicted to anything yeah. until you say, I'm not going to drink for a month. Yeah. See, see if you can really go 30 days instead of yeah. on the fifth day, well, I can have some wine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. pull, yeah. the, pull the weed away for two months. See, if, see, see who controls who. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go abstinent for a month. See if you're going to fucking go crazy and have to watch porn OD every day. You tried get... that, though. No, you I've been, been, been abstinent. Yeah. That shit ain't really working like that, though. No, nah, it's not, but... 
Yeah, well, it hasn't. This it shit hasn't. ain't gonna work for no niggas. You said it ain't gonna work for no niggas. No, it worked for some niggas. But I'm saying, like, just say Vincent, bro. Like he said, I went through seven years of some shit by myself. Right. Mm. It's like, and I'm 35. How can I start to believe some shit that I never believed before? You got a point. I it's still, all, I still, I still remain. Not, and I, you done been cheated on. Yeah, for sure. Now that's so, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so that how was, you gonna start? Like that's trauma. That is trauma, for yeah. sure. That's what. That's what. That's, that why you have to go, that's why you have to go to therapy. But when you go to therapy, therapy's still not gonna allow you to tell you, okay, it's you. You have you to make it. the decision ultimately. You have that's to what make the decision. But how hard is that decision? Oh, no, no, it's, it's hard. No, it's definitely. It's a. It's a. It's an everyday challenge. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, when I when I realized, you know what, the liquor and all these girls walking around. Ah, I don't want to let my demon out. You know what I'm saying? Let me slide. I just went to the hotel. And the best thing I could do, because niggas are getting knocked out, there's fights, all kind of crazy shit going yeah, on I heard out there. That. So, you know what I'm saying? I stayed out the way. I survived Tycoon. The Survive Tycoon was a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, it, but it just it's just really about what you want, too. Let me say, like, That's what I, said. I, 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 I genuinely have done the whole 5, 10, 15, 20-girl roster, right? That's too many girls, too many emotions, too many different personalities. Like, yeah. it's hard to keep one happy. Mm-hmm. It just it just is. Mm-hmm. They're naturally emotional. They're naturally wired differently than men, right? Me, personally, I value peace more than anything in this planet. And I think I give off hubby vibes. So no girls really just want to just fuck me and slide. Hit it and quit it. Nah, yeah. they, I'm the one. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like the, off the first date. <laughs> like, I do. You know what I'm saying? That's just the vibes I give off. Yeah, yeah. I, and I understand that because I do talk about God. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm balanced. I, I knock a nigga out. I, I'm, I'm like very... I drink, but then I detox. I smoke mm-hmm. sometimes, but I'm always be on point, keep the business right. So mm-hmm. it's like girls, they fall in love with me. So imagine having 10, 15 girls all thinking the same thing about you. You can't make them all happy. I'd rather put my energy into one if my spirit and my heart leads me to her. But I'm not going to force nothing. And I'm still not going to say it's going to be easy to just be with one girl. That's damn Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because when you put your energy into one, like when you put your energy into one, yeah. then that's when all the shit go to play back to oh, the, the class the trauma. And, the bullshit. and yeah. damn, when I tried this, this happened then. It's no, like for sure. So maybe she you... might be on this same shit too. No, yeah, for... the first little thing is going to make you open some more shit up. Bro. Yeah. It's going to trigger you, yeah. yeah. Especially in Atlanta. Be... Like, you in Atlanta, man, where you're oh, going to no, see your type all day long. <laughs> That's just fucked up. Like you gotta go to a different city, man, to be in a, that these type of relationships. Oh, you know what's crazy? For a me? nigga do, bro. Now this you know what's relationship crazy? state. You know, you know what's crazy for me. I think, I think, I, I, it's definitely not if you outside. Yeah, it's definitely a tough uh, state to date in for sure. You know what I'm saying? But I behave more. You know, I'm, I'm more on deck in, in Atlanta than I am out of town. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I'm not outside. Like, unless there's some money involved. You got it's four spots I go to in Atlanta religiously, and none of them are popping like that. It's like ducked off spots where I'm drinking, I'm smoking hookah, and I'm back to the crib. I'm only out for the bread in the gym in the studio. Like, so I'm not in the. They mix. be in the gym too. Yeah, do be in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few. I have a few in the gym. I had, I had to switch gyms. <laughs> got them. Get out of there. Nah, you know, but it it just it really boils down to what you want. You nah, know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm not. I'm not no longer forcing it. I think back then, man, I was such a lover boy, and really, I didn't have enough going on in my business life that I just wanted love, just yeah. to be. Like, I'm, I, I, yeah, I got a candle line. I'm a franchise owner of a hookah lounge now. I got them. 
Got Sammy album, RSVP album. I'm going on my fifth tour in the last six years. Like, so I'm moving too, mm-hmm. and I'm not stopping. You know what I'm saying? Like this, I never just wanted to do music. I always wanted to be a mogul. You know what I'm saying? And, and a young boss and diversify my portfolio. So, love isn't like a necessity. Love is a feeling. If I feel it, I'm gonna give it a fair chance. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And if she, whomever shoots herself in the foot, I already dealt with that. Like, I already had my heart broken. It's cool. I'm gonna flip that, make some amazing music, and make some M's off that. And thank you. What's the main thing you think you love about being an entertainer? Um, for real, for real, just being able to touch the people, man, and spread godliness. Like everything, I'm I'm the definition of a, if you're a spiritual person, man. Like the Book of Job, like I had it all and I lost it all, but I stayed faithful to God. I knew at some point He was gonna bring me back. You know what I'm saying? And uh, to be able to share my story, and thousands or millions of people are willing to hear my story through the gift of song, is like. That's a powerful thing. So really, just to touch and change lives, man. Because I've 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 traveled. I've seen all the countries. I've seen United States a million times. That's a blessing. But I guess really to to be able to speak some positivity and peace and light and love into the world, just because I'm Sammy and they'll listen. Just because I'm Sammy, that's like the most amazing part. Um, and I think that at the end of the day, I believe in life after death. Got to be pleased that that's my mission. It's not about me. It's about him. Mm. It's hard. That's solid. Yeah, for sure. When you when you see all the debates online and people saying R and B is dead or who killed R and B and so forth and so forth, what's your what's your take on that? I'm not as emotionally invested because I always think from a like marketing standpoint, mine. Mm-hmm. So Diddy said that right when he launched Love Records with Motown, right, mm-hmm. which is an R and B driven label, and when he just released like what he feels is the record of the summer with Bry- uh, Bryson. Mm-hmm. That was just look at me, you know what I'm saying? Like, and listen to my record. That's all I got from that. So you mm-hmm. feel like it was some he, shit like all publicity is good publicity? Yeah, it's just like I fall out the SUV and skin my face, and Ray J said he beat me up, and then everyone's talking about it for mm-hmm. a week, and then it's on to the next thing. Like, it's, it's on to the RSVP single. Yeah, now we dropping a single yeah. in two weeks. Money everywhere, get that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, to me, I don't think, he, come on. Diddy was a mentor of, of Usher Raymond, who was still the king of R&B, right? Mm-hmm. And if we want to make it uncomfortable, the king of R&B before Usher is locked up in prison, R. Kelly. Facts. All right, so so Usher is still creating. Tank is still creating. Like I said, Lucky Day is there. Giveon is giving out R&B vibes. Mm-hmm. Come on, like, it's so it, it's a plethora. It's I, just not mainstream. saying, like, yeah, popularized. It's just, well, yeah. but. Like how R&B yeah, used and, to and, be. And I'm glad he said that, right. though, because the person that can influence a shift in the culture is who? Diddy, right? Yeah. For sure. Like I'm glad he of said course. it. Yeah, that's who we need to say it. Because if Diddy wants to bring back R&B to mainstream, guess what? That radio gonna do? He's gonna bring it back. Goddamn, start playing R&B music mainstream again. So like R&B. Diddy is, I love Diddy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of the goats, one yeah, of sure. a living icon, literally. Mm-hmm. So if anybody can start the conversation and shake the room and shake the table, it's him. So I'm glad he's taking this like uh, initiative, the initiative to to bring love back. I love it. I love it. Like I love it. Like I, so I didn't feel no kind of way because yeah. I'm like it's a marketing from a marketing standpoint. It's genius, but also he has the voice. It's gonna take a Diddy to really let these DJs know, man. Hey, man, make it sexy in here and play some R and B. Hey, radio, bring some love back to the world. Like everybody's shooting and killing because that's all we get to hear every day. Yeah. That's all you consuming. Facts. That's it. These little kids, these 15, 16, 17-year-old kids that's shooting, what are they listening to? That. Ain't no love. Ain't no, you know what I'm saying? When I grew up, Sammy worked as a kid because there was such thing as puppy love. These little kids ain't playing outside. When the last time you seen kids just riding bikes and they got to get home when the lights come on, right? 
The street lights. Yeah. I, 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 I live in a nice neighborhood with kids, and I don't never see the kids you except when they yeah. get off the school bus. I like yeah. see them go inside, and I never see them again. Nah, we used to be out there hooping and playing football and drinking water out the water holes on the side of the house just so we don't go back in the house until run around in people's yard and shit. Right, yeah. Yeah. doing something. Yeah. Still, you know what I'm saying? Stealing yeah. mangoes at the mango tree or some shit. Like yeah. we not doing that. They going home on this phone, on these iPads, and they're becoming robots. And the things that they are seeing and have access access to is a lot of violence, a lot of sex, a lot of killing, a lot of shooting, and that's all on the radio. Mm. So if you want to bring some love back, Diddy is the person that can definitely get it going. Mm. And then it's up for us, you know, to create it and convey it and live in it. Facts. Yeah. Mm. They said they need answers. About what? When I get big fat. Big fat, big fat. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. On your on your like two decade plus journey of making music, have you ever desired, especially when you kind of get in your other mode, to rap or be a rapper? Oh or no, 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 never. No, no, you never no, start no. fucking around and say, you know what? I mean, I've done some some like mixtapes. I think like 2009, 2010, I was mixtapes crazy. Mm. Um, so I, it's some it's some rap, not songs, but like of some implements of of, of rap in in, mm. in the music. But nah, man, I'm I'm just a Florida boy. Like my 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 lion. My beast is just, I was raised that way. I don't, I'm not scared of shit, because I've seen it. Like, I was raised in Liberty City for some time. Like, they, they were on First 48 all the time. You know what I'm saying? Hearing gunshots, and yeah. we ain't have just roaches. We had rats. I know how to lay down a little trap for that. Like, so that side of me is just that side of me, because that's just what I grew up in. Mm-hmm. But I knew early. I could sing my way out of that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I'm not about to start at 35, man, and I live a peaceful life in the suburbs of Atlanta, rapping the track. That, and I don't like, I, you got to be careful what you put out there mm-hmm. energy-wise. Mm-hmm. You want to be a tough guy? Cool. Yeah, then somebody's going to try to punch you and knock you out mm-hmm. or take your chain. Me, I be by myself in the A all the time, jewels on, money in my pocket. And I'm saying this knowing it's going to come out. Not saying I'm welcoming energy to be fucked with, but I show everybody love. You feel me? Mm. Man, woman, child. I'm gay, straight. I don't care. Love is love. So yeah. I, I put out the energy that I want to receive. That's why I'm not in no fights. That's why I'm not getting robbed. It's why I, it's like if somebody fucked with me, that nigga was just down super bad and just wanted to fuck with me. Because I, I have nothing but love for everybody. Mm. Mid robbery, I'd be like, nigga, hop in the whip. Let me, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, don't want to hear that. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course. Yeah, like, no, of course. Out. They want the change. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> my spirit is like, let me really help change your life type Matter shit. Matter of fact, nigga, yeah. I you hop feel in me? the car. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you go somewhere and talk about it, nigga. Like, yeah, but nah, what I'm saying is, I, 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 don't have no, I don't have no aspirations to be no rapper, man. I'm singing and, and, and I'm a businessman. That's it. Mm. I'm cool. I stay in my lane. I like it here. Do you still feel like, you know, you still you, do you still feel like you can maybe make a record bigger than I like? You might feel like you made better ones, but do you feel like you you might make a record bigger than that at this point? I mean, don't get no bigger than number one, but can I make another number one for sure? Mm. Yeah, that's easy. It's just I understand what comes with making a hit record. It's not the record just solely by itself. Mm. It's the machine behind it. You know mm. what I'm saying? People, uh, it's not like just a hit record. 
if the label don't press the Sammy button on that record, I don't care if you got Drake on it. If the if they don't mm-hmm. champion it, and they don't put some millions up, then nah, it's just gonna be a cool song with Drake on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But can I create another another number one? Yeah, I've, I've, the easiest thing in my life is creating music. Good music, great music. And every record won't be a number one. Some will be anthems, some will be uh, a spiritual connection, some will be a sex song. But at the end of the day, I cannot create bad music because I've dedicated my whole life to that craft. You mm. know what I mean? It's like, that's the one thing I can't fail at. So yeah, can I create some more number ones for self? Absolutely. And, and, and now that I'm with the gang, RSVP, for sure. It's just a matter of the machine getting behind and doing what they're supposed to do. It takes a village, you know what I'm saying? It's not about just... The artist doing his part. It takes everybody um, from top to bottom. You think y'all are saying RSVP to amazing? Right now, we bosses enough. We all got enough money by ourselves individually to um, do what we do. I mean, we've gotten some 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 office. Uh, it's so funny because no one's even really heard the music. You know what I'm saying? They just it, this this group shit is no pressure. It's fun because they expecting it to fail. For real, I think they just want to watch it crumble. You know well, what I mean? Well, yeah. They want to watch it because it's entertaining. They want to watch it because Sammy and Ray J always like bickering and play, Pleasure P's crazy and Bob just be chilling and happy to be here. Like It's an interesting concoction yeah. of guys to put together, but we're going to get the ball rolling on our own. That way, if we ever partner, ain't signing to nobody, but if we ever partner, you know, it, it can't come with no peanuts. We all individually have success. We all cool. We all right. torn. We all got Ray J's a, a mogul. He's straight. You know what I'm saying? Sammy straight. P straight. Bob straight. So they just have to make a lot of sense. That's all. A lot of sense. On the gram, you had said five more years and you hanging up the music and you retiring. Was yeah. you trolling or that was real? Nah, uh, that's my spirit. You know, I, you know, they say we make plans and God laughs, but um, yeah, for sure. I, I always want, but that was always the plan. For you say done with music, not done creating it, because you said you have I, to. Create. I will always create, because I, I, if I don't create, then I feel like I saw, I saw Andre three thousand say something like he don't feel good. Like I damn near feel sick if I'm mm-hmm. out the studio too long, or mm-hmm. if I'm off the stage too long. Me too. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's just what creatives feel, uh, but not in the front. I've been through so many things and so many different eras of this music thing. Now I could get an artist and guide him or her the right way. I'm going to always write music because my pen is everlasting. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just don't want to have to tour. You know? when people, It's a difference from when you do music to survive and you do it just because you love to do it. My, even right now, I'm just doing music because I love to do it. So I want to love it at least for five more years and right off into the sunset. I have a vision that, you know, a lot of people don't get to retire music. The industry retired them, yeah. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. The world don't care no more. Or... A scandal happened, you know what I'm saying? And it's just something where Somebody. niggas just don't get to say bye to the gang the right yeah. way. You know what I'm saying? Who would have thought R. Kelly's career would end like that? Out. Or, yeah. you know, a rumor took this person out. Like, it, I ain't, I'm, I'm one of the, as far as my brand is concerned, y'all ain't never see Sammy or nothing. At least problematic. Yeah, that's why, that's why the RSVP thing is so funny because y'all get to see, like, <laughs> I'm finally once talked in some controversy. But even if it's not true, it's like a big thing. Like I got I never had to get on Instagram and be like, hey y'all. Uh, Clear up anything. I was yeah. drunk last night, nigga fell, skipped my face, broke my phone, lost my AirPods. That's it. But and it's no nigga touch me. Yeah, <laughs> but but I don't but I also don't play about myself, so let's be clear that 
If somebody fight me, y'all, I'm, I have a terrible attitude. Like, I will fight this nigga every time I see him. this point across. You know what I'm saying? That he will fight. Yeah, like... like but you don't want to fight. I don't want to, but you I have no problem. You said it in the most monotone voice, but <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Let's be clear now. Let's be clear, guys. I'm just that. You gotta watch, though. Yeah, I'm just... That's why, that's why I don't be wanting no problem. Like, it's the peaceful niggas that's the niggas with the shit. Yeah. Because yeah. you fucking sure. up the peace. Yeah, yeah. So now I gotta fuck you up every time I see you. You know what I'm saying? So nah, uh, five years, man. I, I just want to... I, I did everything I wanted to do in music. Like, I got my flowers on the Millennium Tour. I took my respect on Versus. I, no, I never even thought God is so good. I'm so humble. I couldn't have done a Versus if it was built strictly on going head up against somebody. Because right. Sammy personally has seven to eight commercial hits. I don't have 20. Mm -hmm. I've been independent right. since 2009. You know what I'm saying? Seven of those years of my career, grinding, getting back to where I'm at. So, like, right. I, I don't have the... The, the 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 consistency that Chris has had, one label just pushing him since he was sixteen to be however old he is. Trey songs, one label Atlantic. You know what I'm saying? No, Sammy done went through management changes, label changes, and said, "Fuck everybody, I'm gonna learn this shit on my own." So my path was different, but God is good. They created a whole format where, oh, me and P, oh, we can kill Bob and Ray. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like like mm -hmm. that was picture perfect for me. So it's like only thing I think I aspire to do is bring home a Grammy. And we know that's a little political, so super political, right? Right. So I've done everything. I got number ones. I got yeah. top tens. I've toured. I love music. I've seen the world. No scandals. So after when you when you hit forty, what you gonna do? I'm already doing what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? I'm two years in the candle business. We got Simply Naked Candle Co. I got a candle shop in Conyers, Georgia. Shout out to Shantae Smith. You like candles? I saw you look. Yeah, I'm going to get you some candles. I'll get y'all some care package. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I got into the candle business two uh, years ago. Um, so you can go to Simply Naked Candle Co. and order your Sammy Collection candles from there. That's residual income every month that I get. Uh, I can't name the franchise yet because we haven't announced it, but me and three other business partners, we own a hookah lounge. We're about to open up on the south side. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. already a franchise. I've invested back into that in December. I done put a few bands into a stock that I ain't going to touch for five years, and we'll see what that do. You know what I mean? And, um, shit. I, I got my- entertainment game, not music, like TV, acting. Yeah, I want to get into acting, for sure. Yeah, like, like I want to- I, I did a pilot, like, two years ago, and um, I had, like, two weeks to learn, like, 36 pages or some shit, and it was actually, like, amazing. Uh, shout it out in L.A. So that's, like, my next pivot from the entertainment side. What type of acting you see yourself doing? I want to be able to do everything, though. I don't want to just be diverse, uh, one one dimensional. You know what I'm saying? Can I be a thug from anywhere? For sure. I'm tatted. Locks, I see you in horror movies. And all that. She said horror what you do, movies. Would you do love yeah. hip hop? Uh, I said no to them four times already. Uh, but I do have, I will say, no, nah, I can't say that. We were revisiting. I don't, I I personally don't want to do it, like because I don't have to do it. What? Why? Oh, you feel you feel like people who do it have to do it? <laughs> no, nah, it ain't no shade to. I don't even watch. I'm it. asking. Me neither. I don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, I just it. know the shit. Niggas, so 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 niggas what? Piped up, turned up on that shit though. Yeah, some people pipe up and some people deflate pipe themselves. Pipe you feel out. Me? Yeah. And I'm big <laughs> on controlling my narrative. That's what I'm saying. When you uh, when you when you say something or do something. They can spin it. I don't like people spinning shit. What about a documentary? We could do a doc. We could do a doc. Like, if I did Love and Hip Hop, it was strictly whatever, and they're not going to want this because it's boring. Strictly about what I got going on in my business. You know what I'm saying? Not about who I'm dating and sexing. Like, I keep that. What about it behind the music? Yeah, it just has to be about the music. Like, 
I, I'm not the yeah, guy. Yeah, they ain't going to want that. They yeah. want They want They want They want Yeah, they yeah, want, yeah. They want I'm not giving it. I don't got nothing to give it. You know, I don't got nothing to give to them. Like, I live a peaceful life. I don't know drama in my life. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. Like, like I don't. So, well, I, that counts you out. Yeah, they called. They called me twice for Atlanta, <laughs> twice for LA. I said no thanks, and that was before the music started back popping. You know what I'm saying? That was another thing. I didn't want to be like popping because I'm sexing this girl. You know what I'm saying? Or disrespecting this girl, or I cheated on this girl. Like, nah, that's the wrong shit. Like, I wanted. I'm dope enough to be popping yeah. without the shenanigans. I like to just be. Yeah. You know, ethically, morally, in pocket, and that's what people like about me, a poster. He always losing his mind and going crazy, and that's what we know him for. Is there a woman in your life you wish you could get back? Nah, 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 nah. Uh-uh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not, it's not. That nigga be, just being right. denied, like, nah, 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 nah hell. Yeah, nah, but nah. it's not. I had to, I want to fix that energy, though. It's no bad blood with none of my exes. Like, I was blessed to have three, four amazing women, women in my life that I fell for at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, I'm just the kind of dude where once it serves its purpose... It served its purpose. I don't hold on to nothing that's bringing me down. Like, I learned that the key to elevation is knowing when to let go. You know what I'm saying? I I, I wanted to marry my ex-girlfriend. Got permission, recent, yeah, got permission from oh, her wow. mom to propose. Got permission from her twin brother to propose. Was talking to the jeweler about the ring and knowing how I'm about to do it. I ain't never had a boss to even ever get to that level, right? So when we broke up, I thought that it was the worst shit, you know what I'm saying? And then life just started being amazing. That's when another, I just got off the Millennium Tour October, November of last year. Went on another tour of March through April for 40 days with Eric Bellinger. Thinking I'm chilling, verses happen. Thinking I'm chilling, Millennium Tour turned up about to start October through November. RSVP happened. The money's coming in left and right, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just at peace. And I'm not doing nothing. I ain't put out a project in two years. I'm just chilling. I'm making money off of nostalgia and the history of Sammy. And I believe, not saying she was holding me back, but if she was a person, <laughs> nah, if, t t think about it. If she was a person that was supposed to go with me, then she wouldn't be without. That's right. Yeah. Like, think we'd be holding on to yeah. relationships and yeah. homeboys You're right. and You're right. niggas you grew up with for 10, 15 so years. You you, so so that's, that's a clear example of God holding your blessing to the Until you right let go. Because right the thing is, the thing is, you've been knowing that this person and this individual, and it's not just relationships. It could be your homie. It could be your, your business partner. Yeah. You know, you've, you've thought internally like, man, this nigga just won't get right and I'm trying to take him with me. That's your problem. Yeah. That's what your plan yeah, is. Right. You yeah. trying to take them. Yeah. God is trying to say, let go. Yeah. But we want it our way. We want to be at the top with our people, right? Yeah. We don't want people to, to look at us funny and say he not with none of his day ones. I've learned this. A lot of my circle are not the niggas that I was around 2009 mm. when I lost everything. Mm. Yeah. They did something along the way that they cut themselves out or I had to let them go. And I have no problem letting go anybody that don't serve me. You know what I'm saying? You're not about to stop me. Like, Sammy has a vision for himself that no man, no one man, not my mama, not my daddy, not my brother, not my sister, and them the ones I love the most. If I can reposition them some kind of way, if they trying to pull me back or stop me, I, I can definitely cut off a girl. So I think every ex that I had served her purpose. Mm. Some for the better, some for the worse. You know what I'm saying? But it's no love lost. It's like that was the journey. And the journey is the destination, so you got to let go if you if you want to go. Yeah, but I think sometimes, like, speaking about letting go and all that kind of shit when it comes to 
relationships, friendships, and all of that. I think sometimes it's kind of hard for people to let go because when you're so loyal to a situation... They say you could be loyal to a fault. It's Yeah, you're loyal to a fault. And then when you even... The thought of even like letting go this situation that you feel like you have to be loyal to kind of brings on an internal guilt, sort of. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know you got to do this, but it's like, damn, like, is this what I'm really supposed to be doing, like, type shit? Like, yeah, but you don't know until hindsight. You know they say hindsight is twenty twenty, right? So if you yeah, just yeah, stay, yeah. if yeah. you just stay, it's like post nut clarity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you come, you come to your senses, <laughs> right? In most cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for sure. so, so, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like holding on to something and staying stagnant in that same situation and expecting uh, a different outcome is called insanity, right? Doing the same Facts. shit, expecting a different result. Facts. Let go. Let God. Let let him. Let him do his thing. So I I don't I personally don't want any of my exes back. One of them is engaged. I'm happy for her. One just uh, thinks is in a relationship. And the last one I don't I haven't seen her since we broke up. Don't know what she doing. Don't know where she at. God bless. But whatever her, it is you wish the best for. Her. Yeah, yeah okay. my karma clean. I listen. God bless you. Like seriously. Like it's I, I live a great life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I live a great life. Like I I'm gonna always keep going. I'm gonna be straight with you or without you. It's just I want to take somebody with me. Yeah. That deserves to be there. For sure. Yeah. Besides the grammar, what's some shit you feel like you didn't get a chance to do in your career like that you really want to do? Um, it's just certain people I really respect and want to collab with. And I know if I was in the major situations at the time, you know what I'm saying, I w- we would be able to make those plays happen. You know, yeah. um, I got a record with 2 Chains, but that was like a play that a homie kind of put together. You know what I'm saying? Like I love Chains. I just love his character, he always show me love when he see me. You know what I'm Tony. saying? So, yeah, Tony. That's, my, that's the homie. Um, that is, it's really who I could been able to create magic with. Yeah. On, on, a, on, a, on a collab type type shit. Uh, but I've also, in the same sentence, have worked with the Rick Rosses and the Lil Babies and the T-Pains and shit like that. So, like, you know, it's just a few more people that I think, uh, if I played the game, you know what I'm saying? Like, from a major standpoint, yeah, I wouldn't have to go through so much red tape to... To get certain shit done. For sure. Yeah. You still communicate all. with Soulja Boy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, Draco was actually on a tour uh, last year um, for the Millennium Joint, so we rocked out every night. Uh, yeah, it's me and Soulja cool. We always got love, you know. Him him letting me on that record changed my life, too, because, like I said, it was during the time where right. I really needed something, you know what yeah. I mean? So it was the equivalent of living, like, check to check, but it was show to show, but it, 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 it didn't allow me to drown, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So shout right. out to, right. to Draco for... Um, that's crazy how God works. So I wasn't even, that wasn't planned. I was going to a DJ Khaled uh, Ace Hood video shoot at the time. And Soldier was there and was like, yo, I got this song. I, I sound like shit on the hook, man. Come knock it out. And honestly, I needed something, but I didn't think that was it because I never, I just never saw me and Soldier doing a song together, you know? Mm-hmm. And then finally I come to the studio, knock it out. And it was the last song that he was did for his album. And he was like, we're about to drop this one second with Sean Kingston and then maybe drop this one. They leaked it, went crazy on YouTube. You know, he is Mr. Internet for real. Um, changed our lives, you know? So, yeah, I got love for Drake all the time. Anybody that ever fucked with me when when I wasn't popping again, you know what I'm saying? I always will have the utmost respect and adoration for, you know? And Drake was one of those guys, for sure. For sure, man. Appreciate you pulling up the big facts, man. Giving us the facts, giving you know us what? some, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. Some motivation. Love. You too. Y'all love. check us out, www.bigfactspod.com. Salute. Salute. Yes, sir. For the streets. Exactly. It's Big Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
no cap. Bitch. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.